0: World Games, take on the world! And welcome to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. And I'm Sam. Guys, I'm sure we're all familiar with sports like weightlifting and uh you know, maybe a little familiar with cliff diving, but who really knew about the caber toss before today's episode? Uh my my
1: great uncle was a famous caber tosser.
0: My great uncle was yeah. a
2: famous caber.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, my I- parents put me in little league, uh little league caber tossing, <laughs> so
0: <laughs> You know, uh, we'll get into the games individually, (laughs) but there's just, there's something funny about the Cabertoss one, because now I'm picturing, like, kids trying to do that same thing. And they would be awful at it. They would just suck.
1: Well, how do you think they get trained? I mean, how old do you think the people that Cabertoss are? I mean, they gotta start somewhere.
0: Okay, but, like, you know how it's painful to watch, like, kids in chorus or in band, and you have to go to their, like you know, local auditorium and watch them do their recitals or whatever. That's you're, like, equivalent. so inspired
2: the whole time? And yeah, exactly. Through your tears.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and now you have to do that with caber toss. You have to be like, oh, alright, he's gonna pick up the log again and try to balance it while he walks and then toss it a little. I feel like that yeah. would be
2: very fun to watch. I don't know about it, you it, guys.
3: It would probably be tough, though, to see the kids get smushed into the ground when they drop the caber and it lands on their head three distinct times like it does in the game.
2: <laughs> it, yeah.
3: It's a low. It's a it's a high turnover. A lot of people lost their lives. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. Dark turn. World Games is made by Epics, who also made, if you guys will recall, Winter Games, the the game that we absolutely hate and uh, has that ice skating game that doesn't make any sense. Uh, we're, did you guys know that? One. I didn't. I I. It's you know these these sort of
1: like these Olympic ish games all. Feel a little similar, but this one felt more different than the others, if that makes any sense. So I, I did not think that this was the same company.
3: Yeah, I didn't either. But I was comparing them a lot. I think I was comparing them to Winter Games. Like you said, Sean, I, I, they kind of blur together for me, too. But but I was comparing them because I remember really disliking some of those other ones. Uh, this one, I think you know, th- th- there are some instances of improvements in this one compared to some old ones.
2: Yeah, I think especially the... um. I mean, we're going to get into it, but I think especially the ice skating felt familiar to me. Like the the, yeah. lot of
0: the barrel jump.
2: Because you're on, right. on skates on that one.
0: Yeah. And, and so, you know, Epix released Summer Games first, and uh, as you could imagine, that was a bunch of summer-themed sports uh, that you would see in the Olympics and, and so on. And then Winter Games came, and that was like the Winter Olympics. They just couldn't use the name Olympics. I wonder what made them think, like, you know let's go with like a, a worldly motif and just grab like from different countries around the world a, a sport specific to them their and most choose, cartoonish sport right choose their most cartoonish <laughs> sport in the sense of like characterizing the states uh not the states um you know like the united states there as like you know oh well, they're cowboys so do the bull riding you know it's like there's something <laughs> funny about like mexico and cliff diving i don't know is that really like what they're famous for? I
1: have no idea. I'm just going to take their word for it. But I do like, uh, I do like that. Is it Germany that you have to just jump over a bunch of barrels or something?
0: Yes, that's the barrel jumping. Yeah, that's that's funny, too. So, you know, but it's a good conceit, though, at the end of the day, like, I do have to give them credit that they followed through on it really well of like, well, if we're going to make it the world games and everything, and these are going to be kind of weird games that you know, might not be familiar to everybody. It's going to make you more culturally aware. And then we're also going to give you these like splash screens before you go into each game that explain uh, like, you know, a little bit about the, the how the sport works and the history of it and stuff like that. I appreciated those insights because when I selected uh, log rolling, I had no idea what I was going to be doing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah it gives you a little ins- it like, lets you immerse yourself a little more into it it gives you a little history lesson on on what you're playing and where it comes from
1: I think it's just a glorified like we didn't make this up I feel like a lot of people would think they did <laughs> that's fair
0: and there's something presentationally uh, like the way it's styled this game it makes me feel like I'm playing this one on a computer do you guys know what I mean it has like this like Apple II style graphics yeah. look to it it feels like pitfall Sure, that's a like, good, yeah, there you go.
3: Yeah, I think it's, like, the straight lines or something. Like, the, the, it's, like, very, like, geometric. And that always reminds me of those little computer games.
0: Even just that UI and the way that it, like, lays everything out, uh, like, the spacing of the menus and that the, like, the options aren't terribly diff- different from each other, but you still have to choose between, like, play all of these, play some of these, practice <laughs> this one. You know, it's, like, I, I think that there's just, Something about the nuance of the way they designed it. And to be fair, this game was totally on computers first, but it just feels weird playing this um, on the NES and made me want, like, you know, an Oregon Trail or a Number Munchers uh, version on the NES.
1: Oh, that would be great. Uh, but no, I, I get that. It's almost like a, a too faithfully done uh, port taking taking UI elements from the computer. I,
0: I I can see that. And then the second step of that, though, which is, kind of strange is that when you go into each game you need a manual uh in order to figure out how to play those games because if you don't you know if you just like go into the level there's no like assistance of like you know using the d-pads or using the the buttons and so you you need the manual there and I know that sounds strange because like technically you always need a manual to find out what you control in a game but when you're talking about you know I think eight or nine different Um, you know, little games inside of one game, it feels like that splash page could have benefited from like a little line on the bottom just explaining the controls.
1: They could have had two pages. There's no reason not to. Um, the fact that, that how to play the game is buried in the, is buried in the manual, like beyond the, like just like, like a lot of, like a lot of games you want to read the manual just for like broad strokes, but this is like, uh, it's like an instruction manual, like an instruction booklet of how to build an Ikea chair and it's giving you like the exact like button inputs that you need to, to actually do the thing that you're supposed to do It a game, a game built out of many games needs to have those instructions in the game experience, in my opinion.
3: Yeah. It's weird that when they were playtesting this, that they didn't, there wasn't someone who realized, Hey, every time we play a game, we have to reference the manual every time we get to a new thing. And we also have these splash screens that have information on them. And, like,
0: why don't we meld the two? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It reminds me of um, Mario Party, you know? Like, yeah. There's, like, 70 minigames in there. If they didn't explain before you play that very minigame, if you had to go to the manual, like, those board games would take even longer. So, <laughs> yeah. yes, it is a little bizarre. But it also doesn't help that all of these games, uh, you know, don't control in the most intuitive sense. Uh, That you would think of, you know. I don't know how you guys felt, but it's a lot of just left and right on the D-pad, uh, in like in a rhythm fashion, and I just thought that was like very strange. So I would never guess to do most of the things that they wanted me to do in these games. So I definitely needed to keep going back to the manual anytime I played one of these.
1: I'd say that like my experience with this this game with many of the mini games, not all of them, but uh, it almost felt like. Like like a rhythm game, like you said, but it was like if you're playing DDR, but you didn't get to see the inputs like scrolling or like Guitar Hero without seeing what button you're supposed to press. You just sort of have to like, you know that you only have this many options of what to do, but like the rhythm changes depending on uh, like whatever sliding scale that you're allowed to adjust. But you just you you have to keep you have to keep doing this just to figure out what the correct, like, rhythm of input is.
3: Yeah, I felt that way particularly, like, about the weightlifting, maybe just because it was the first one that I played, but but that felt very much like, okay, the more weight you add, it, like, increases or decreases the window in which you have to, like, it changes when you have to change your position of your character, but, like, you don't know when that is. Yeah. yeah. So you have to do they a lot of experimenting to figure that there out.
1: There are There are cues, but you have to... You have to learn them by failing five hundred times. Right.
2: There are cues for some of them. For others, I feel like I. Well, I think that there's no feedback. Not not just cues, but feel like feedback for when you do something oh, yeah, wrong. For sure. It just in some of the games, you can't tell if what you're doing is good or bad. Where, like, I, if I'm, you know, rolling in the log, and my guy suddenly falls. I'm not sure if it's because the other guy changed direction, or if I went too fast, or too slow, or what. You know? And I know there's, like, the meter or anything, but it's not really explained. And don't even get me started on the bull riding, too.
3: <sighs> oh, God. No, I... Yeah. There's a couple of games in here that I was just like, alright, no no chance I'm doing well in this. And there's other games I thought were too easy.
0: It seems like we have to start breaking down the games before we go any further, because otherwise we're just gonna accidentally do it. Right. I'd like to start uh with the game that I actually thought translated maybe the best out of all of them and that was the weightlifting uh from Russia uh I technically I think we lift weights all over the world With Love uh, Yeah sure Sean but uh, you know what I mean like we lift weights all over the world so again I'm not sure why they chose Russia for weightlifting it's not like they're doing specific russian power lift either so uh in this one you have to like you're just using the uh the up and down uh Deep head buttons, but you have to time them based on like your lift and your like maximum pull, and if you hold too long you'll you'll drop it. I thought that was kind of interesting. you have to change between like when you should go up versus when you should bend back down and you know uh all that so even though it was only two buttons, I found this one to be very uh easy to pull off. the lower weights are definitely more forgiving um but i I actually did eventually clear like the highest weight, so it's not impossible but it it's fun to like learn the instances of like okay i need to hold for a little bit longer before i lift to the next step because otherwise i won't have like enough energy and i'll just drop it right away you guys do you guys know what i'm talking about
1: I, yeah. I i get what you're saying but this is the this is the mini game i was referencing where it just felt like i was playing ddr without the like the input scrolling it it, it really kind of annoyed me that again like there just wasn't feedback to uh, to, to show me how I was doing it wrong. Uh, this like this is the one where I'm like, yeah, I, I've I've eventually found the uh the cues for when you're supposed to shift to the opposite direction, but I didn't like this
3: one at all. I, I think I the- fall kind of in the middle there because I I see what I definitely saw what you were saying, like while I was playing it, where I was like, well, this is interesting the way they did it, but I did wish that they gave me some indication of like teaching me how to do it or you know like giving other than just trying over and over again and failing um but yeah i thought it was i thought it was it it would maybe even be like something if you if you've never if you've never lifted weights before this would like hey give you an idea of like what to expect like this is the kind of it gives you the idea of like how you should do it technique or whatever you know what I mean it's like a, like an entry-level thing um so i was like oh it's kind of cool that they translated it like that but i did feel like it was it was definitely lacking in like i don't know yeah feedback i guess
2: yeah when i got it and when i completed the lift I felt like, all right, yeah, I get this. Like, I understand the motions of it. I kind of feel the flow of this game. But then sometimes I feel like I do the same thing and then I just drop it. And I wasn't exactly sure why. And I, I don't know. I guess it's the kind of thing where if I play more then I would, I would really hone in on what exactly to do. But just because there is this lack of feedback, it, it gets frustrating.
0: Right, I I see what you're saying there, Sam. Like, ideally, right, the NES has like a rumble pack built into the controller, and you're able to like feel your legs shaking if you if you like hold in the position too long or something like that. You do that visually they, though, too. No, that's what I was gonna say next. Is like, yeah, they could have totally done that, you know, where um you see the legs quake or you see the arms start to give out or change a color or something like that. I I just I don't know. I didn't find it to be that difficult though, because I guess I'm thinking about it. You know, as a, as like the lift, you know, it's like you can't just jump right into the next pose when you think you kind of need to like hold where you are for a second, get your footing, and then go. So you have to like almost, you know, you have to have like a beat in your head to it of like, okay, you know, I I'm in the squat now, I gotta like come up a little bit, and then I gotta switch back over to you know get rested on my uh, collarbone. I, I you know I thought that was working. Okay, I mean that that to each their own. after that there is Slalom Skiing from France Um, and you know Rare only published this game. Epix was the one who made it so it's not quite the slalom that Sam is looking for but Sam what did you think here uh, of another variation of slalom on the NES?
2: This one sucked man. This (laughs) compared to especially compared to the goat slalom uh, this one I felt it was just it was just weird, and I don't know about you guys, but I always felt like like the controls were backwards sometimes, like not actually backwards, but it like mixed it up in my head, and i I don't know i I could see how there's like a rhythm and there's physics to this one, but I just it just didn't seem that fun to me to act to when to finally get it. I don't know, I wasn't failing this one at all. Like, I much yeah. prefer ski free. Oh, ski free, yeah. <laughs> I
0: thought you said ski three, and I'm like, oh that's a different way, right, of handling um the skiing thing. It's like this view is it's a little too tight for what they're trying to do. They needed to like pull back and spread out the flagpoles a little bit. You know, like I'm sure whatever they were trying to do it like how it is done in the Olympics or what have you, but like it would have just helped the user a lot more to prepare for these turns. Uh, I felt like some of them. I was just like, I I just accepted. I was like, all right, not making that one. Try to make the next one. You know, like you just move on. Yeah. I I couldn't
3: miss. I couldn't miss less than seven of those. Like every time, I had to miss at least seven if I wanted to to make it. You know, without without wiping out. I feel like yeah.
1: If they if they zoomed out a bit, uh, made the uh made the flags a bit further away, and also sped the game up we might just we, i might have been just as bad at it but it would have felt a bit more fun just with that added sense of speed because the but when you see like the when you see skiing in the olympics like you get that sense of speed it's really not here
2: yeah i feel like i was grinding to a halt to make some turns
3: right yeah
1: and then
2: also did you guys
3: think cuz i thought i did pretty poorly every time uh i still got gold though <laughs> which i feel like it was a little too easy cuz i was like wow i barely hit any of those and like I, you know, I, I don't know. I felt like maybe, maybe the the world records that the that they start with are, are a little low.
0: Well, Joe, don't you think that's just a problem with this game in general? Though, is that most yes. of the games are very forgiving to you? Like, I didn't Absolutely. say I wouldn't say I got gold in all of them, but you know, it didn't seem like the computer was putting up much uh, of a fight. Well,
3: you know what? What I'll say is I'll, I'll say that I think about roughly half of them were too easy. Maybe a little, maybe like four of them were too easy, and three of them for me were just impossible.
0: Or are those just based on how intuitive they were to use? Like that, yeah. Know, if it was right, like one you could right. somewhat understand. You're going to get the gold medal. You're right, exactly. And there, there, there's one we'll get to at some point that I, like I just
3: literally had didn't even know. I was just finally just skipped it. I was like, I can't even get this to do anything. Um But yeah, so this so this one, uh, Slalom was uh
0: I'd say somewhere in the middle on that scale for me. And I mentioned it briefly, but it's just kind of funny that like Rare published the game and that doesn't mean anything. But I like to think of them, you know, opening up the game, checking it out, being like, oh, all right, we're going to distribute this one. All right, let's take a look. And then they see Slalom and they're like, oh, we, we, we could totally do a better version than this and then just <laughs> choose not to. <laughs> up next, log rolling from Canada, you know, because after you uh, extract all the syrup, uh, from those trees, you just knock them down and then roll on them. So, uh, log and then you rolling, put them
1: into shark-infested waters.
0: Log rolling is something that I don't think anyone is familiar with, Sean. So why don't you break this one down for us?
1: Um. Okay. I mean, the I, I get the concept of of what's supposed to be happening.
0: That's uh, all I want to hear. I want to hear what you
1: think is supposed to be happening. Um. I guess you are. I guess there's a designated, um there's a designated adversary. They don't think it, uh, it's, there's two people, there's you or whoever is the contestant. Um, and whoever this other guy is, and you're trying to stay balanced on a rolling log floating in the middle of the water, uh, and to knock off the other guy. Uh, and that's pretty much all I can. And you can use techniques such as going fast, uh, going (laughs) slow, or going in a different direction. Uh, yes,
3: that's, ancient that's techniques passed yes, down for generations. Absolutely. You guys have never seen this? I, in
1: no, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't like, ever pull my leg. I've never heard I've of this. I've actually seen, seen, seen this it, before.
2: So.
1: I feel like I've seen cartoons of it, at least. Yeah, I, I think right. I've seen Bugs Bunny do it. Yeah. Like I've
3: never seen it in person, but I feel I've definitely seen, well, Maybe it's because I'm a Survivor fan, and it might just be a common uh, challenge of <laughs> yeah. Survivor, but I feel like I've seen it uh, like other times also. But, uh, yeah, people do in a, a log
0: roll. Are there sharks
2: in the... Uh, in the, Yeah, yeah. there's it? always
0: sharks. Yeah, there has yeah. to be sharks.
2: I think there's sharks in the Bugs Bunny version.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the shark is the penalty. That's like, you know, uh, it, it's not win or lose. It's win or die. Yeah, uh, it seems right. to be
1: what happens in a lot of these. <laughs> See,
3: the, now, I noticed with this one that... Uh, I don't know if I would consider it easy or hard because I didn't really have any trouble not falling off, but neither did the computer. The computer My computer went for like three minutes. It's like he gave a chicken with the computer. Yeah, how long it's just a go. game of, like, how bored are you going to get? Because I was, after, like, three minutes, I was
1: like, do I even want to beat this guy? <laughs> this is really boring. Honestly, I was, like, I was trying to figure it out. I read the manual several, several times. I was doing what it was telling me to do, and those two bars at the bottom, they just looked like alien glyphs to me. I didn't know <laughs> if I was affecting one or the other or both, and uh, nothing I did work i just kept falling off so i guess i have even less of a concept of this game than 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 you did
2: (laughs) i i was kind of not quite there like i i beat the opponent once and i don't know how i did it and that bar also confused the the hell out of me too because it's not in the manual the manual doesn't mention (laughs) what the bar means and if it fills up on one side is that like, what is that? Does that mean it's too fast? Is that your balance? I, you I no was thinking idea. it's your
0: balance. I was thinking balance, yeah. Sam, because, I, you know, if you if you slow down a little bit, it seems like it you get your balance back, uh, you know, a bit, but I couldn't figure out, like, how to counterbalance that, yeah. you know? Like, it just happened on accident.
3: <laughs> yeah, I thought, see, I, there were a lot of times where I was like, oh, I, I get what it's trying to indicate, but then when I would, like, put that into practice, it didn't seem right. Like, I thought it was, like, if I was because you alternate back and forth with the left and the right D pad uh, button, and you, I thought like maybe I had, I was favoring one side or something, and it was, and if I and if I started to kind of make the like, hit the right side twice before I hit the left side or something, then I would start leaning the other way. But like none of that ever really worked. And then I just noticed that like if it starts to lean one way, if I just keep going, at like a good rhythm, it'll just correct itself. So like I really don't know what was happening there. But like sometimes it would look like, oh my god, I'm about to fall off because that bar is filling up, and then I would just keep doing exactly what I was doing, and like and like want it to go back, and it would just go back. Like
0: there's no actual inputs that that I could uh, attribute to it. There's also a distinct lack of sound during the game. Uh, you know, like no sound whatsoever until you fall into the water. I thought that was strange. <laughs> it's uh, it's spooky. <laughs> Like, I, I was like, oh, am I, is my TV muted? So I, like, raised the volume dramatically, and I was like, oh, guess not. And then I splashed into the water, and then the shark came out, and it was kind of startling because I had my volume up so much. Yeah. Insert lap You do, you
2: do yeah. get those little jingles before each event,
0: though. Yeah, I, that, that's true, too. Yeah, you so you get the jingle, and, and you get the, the, the outro. Anth-
2: and the national anthems.
0: Yeah, but but you don't get anything while the game is happening, and I'm just like, there's got to be a sound. I guess there, like, you know, feet. Or something that you could have put in there of, like, feet smacking a log.
2: Just grunting.
0: Water splashes.
2: I feel like they're anticipating, like, you and your friends just, like, yelling the whole time, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's like Like, a wild, it's like
1: like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, that's why the Super Bowl is is (laughs) muted when it airs.
0: (laughs) Well, they don't play music during the play. (laughs) Yeah, but they don't turn off the, the, like... sound of the arena, either. (laughs) I just meant it's like
3: the Super Bowl in the way way that, you know, you and your friends are reacting to it while watching
0: it. (laughs) This is silly. (laughs) Alright, after log rolling is cliff diving from Mexico. That famous thing that they do all the time where they get to the highest points uh, near the ocean, and then they just take a giant dive into very shallow water, and uh, they're graded on it, essentially. So, that's cliff diving here. I, I I thought this one, you know, graphically, made a lot of sense. What they asked me to do made a lot of sense. These are good check marks for me. But was it was it too easy? It just felt like there was a lack of things to do and a lack of consequences. So as long as you as long as you kept going further out and you didn't hit the cliff, you'd you'd be okay. Sean, am I wrong? I so I actually like this one because it's a it's a bit
1: more freeform and uh it's not there are fail states but um you're supposed to at least be able to complete this and it's just a uh a uh, a a decision of whether you complete it better than the rest of them or not um and i know that you know the computer players aren't very good uh but i i did like the the grading the fact that there's a, a rubric depending on like how uh how close you stay to the uh like next to the cliff Without touch, without actually hitting it, um, and uh, so I liked that it was a bit more free form.
3: Yeah, for- this one I thought was a was a pretty good like translation control control wise. It was I also thought like a little easy because I felt like um, no matter what I did, no, even if I like w- whether my score was high or low, I felt like I always got gold again. Which just felt like there should have been like I don't know it should have been a little a little more challenging there. But um, but yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. There's like a different. Um, Different scorings based on like when you pull out of your dive and when you how close you get to the bottom of the of the um the lake, like the, well. the ocean floor or whatever yeah. it is, uh, <laughs> that before you pull up and stuff, which you know you play around with that and get different scores. Kind of shallow though, after I mean, no pun intended, but kind of shallow after a while, you know, it's how much can you really do with it?
1: I think this one would be uh, like a better multiplayer one because it dear people you're going to be playing against are probably going to be better than the computer that could be said for all of these games but i I think like to for one player to inexplicably get one more point than the other would probably result in some pretty
2: funny arguments (laughs) so i'm I'm, I'm always down for that for me i feel like the i had more trouble with the the lower dives than the higher dives i don't know if you guys felt that i feel like i couldn't get away from the cliff
1: and they give you less points anyway, so there's no reason.
2: Yeah, I feel like I kept bumping on the rocks, even like keeping my body uh not in the diving position, the one that you know my back arched to uh arched to keep it to keep you like soaring away from the cliff. Even with that, I felt like I'd still hit the rocks.
0: Hey, Sam, it's funny because I I just realized I'd never done anything but the highest point, which should be a hard thing to pull off, but it just makes sense since it gives you the most points that you just do that one and see what happens And i'd uh, say it's you know, also the con- easiest it, right yeah. as i was gonna say even if, I, I just didn't even know it was the easiest i just thought like well if it's worth the most amount of points that's the one i want to do but it's funny to find out that like the you know the ones that reward you less are actually more difficult but i believe that because you have to pretty much always be extending Uh, your arch outwards otherwise you know if you let up any time before that you will hit the cliff so it's more about like timing the part where you pencil out you know is that is that i don't know if that's the right term but whatever you know like where you become a straight line with your body (laughs) that's that's the only part that really starts to matter otherwise it's like if you're not arching yourself out to continue to go further away from the cliff you're guaranteed to hit the cliff at one point or another
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you could also sort of adjust the speed at
1: which you move from uh like it's not just a a binary. You're you're diving outward and then you're diving down. Like you can sort of slowly change from like one state to the other. I have no idea what that does for your points, but uh, it, it at least made me feel like I could be creative with it a little bit. Not so much thinking about the statistical maximiz like optimization of it.
2: Yeah, I guess they're just relying on like fear of heights to keep you away from the top one. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you get a lot like, of vertigo watching on this uh Yeah.
2: Like the nerves go start going crazy when you get high up. <laughs> Even though it's easier in like to yeah. play the game.
3: Yeah. Uh, they should like patch a VR patch in or something. Mm.
0: Next, we have the caber toss, the one we were talking about in the beginning, all the way from Scotland. Uh, I I don't want to offend any uh, Scots here, but this this can't be the best thing to represent Scotland. And if so, why choose it? Like, ju- there's so many other countries they didn't pick from. Why choose this?
1: <laughs> that's so that, that's so backhanded.
2: I love it. <laughs> I feel like this is a cool concept for like, I I think I I may have seen a couple of clips of people actually doing this, and it's, like, really cool because it's balancing and, like, brute strength and agility with that strength, and it feels like there's a lot of things and precision that goes into it. It's like a, a dynamic shot put in a way, but this, I, I could not figure out how to make my guy walk at the correct pace to go fast enough to start running to be able to throw it, and I don't know if that was me or what. But I just could not get the dude's legs to work. Yeah, I was really bad at this one
3: too. I was the same way. I thought that you had to get a running start to in order to throw forward momentum. Um only literally right now, I always have uh footage playing in the background while recording this. I'm I'm seeing this YouTuber do it and uh realizing that you're supposed to get a little bit of running start but then wait until it starts to lean forward and then throw it. I don't know if you guys knew that. I did not know that. This is the one I was talking about earlier when I said that there's, there's at least one that I just had no idea how to do it, um, but now I feel kind of stupid.
0: <laughs> well, Joe, if it leans forward, that that uh, will help with your momentum as you throw it into the air. Right. I was trying to get a running
3: start. I thought leaning forward was like a warning, like oh, it's gonna fall, like watch out. And then I was like, oh, if I can run fast enough, it'll like he'll be able to throw it forward. And I just thought every time I threw it, it was like, oh, not fast enough. It didn't go anywhere. Gotta let the cable do the work, yeah. man. Yeah, I realize that's. I, I, I Maybe I would have loved this game. Maybe this would have been my favorite game of
0: so far. I want to find this one in real life. Like, I want to watch a video of someone actually do it because, I and I'm not trying to harp on the actual, like, let's talk about it from a gameplay perspective here, right? I feel like what I'm doing, what I'm pulling off in the game world is nothing helpful at all. Like, it feels like it's just something that two brothers made up over the weekend because the way it looks, you know, it's just you don't run all that fast for what it's worth. And, and, you know, then you just hold this log and it starts to like teeter. And then when you, th- like to Joe's point, if you think it's teetering too much, you're like, it's probably going to drop. Then you just throw it and you throw it like a measly amount. Then it like <laughs> either falls backwards or forwards. And, and then and then you get like rewarded. Like everybody's like, holy shit, he did it. You know, they're like, I cannot <laughs> believe that he just pulled that off. And I, I, I liken that to javelin, you know, like when you throw a javelin, that looks awesome. That looks like you're doing, like, some, you know, Roman 300 shit or something like that. You're Greek. You know, You're really going all—Greek, yeah, whatever. You're really going all out with it, you know? You're really throwing this, uh, you know, th- this this weapon very far across a field. With this, it's like you're doing nothing. You, you, you might as well have balanced it on your head. It would have been more impressive.
1: This isn't very multicultural of you, Mike. I just have to say.
0: <laughs> It's not about the culture. It's about the way that the game decided to present it. Like <laughs> pr- it's a video game. Make it look freaking cool. I hear they got
1: you. Yeah. Kilts. I, I, they got a kilt? Say,
2: that's uh, pretty cool.
1: I do appreciate the kilt and I guess that's a um at once once you actually complete a caber toss, they do what I imagine is a uh, a, a, a a dance from uh, like the olden days like a, of like medieval <laughs> Scotland. I don't know if it has anything to do with uh, with with nationalism, but
2: it's there. You know what I appreciate. I appreciate now just thinking about it. You're a guy who is competing, could be from anywhere, but he still has
0: to wear the kilt to do the caber toss. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's part of the event. Or does that mean that, like, you know, the weightlifting, like, you're you are the Russian guy? No, because you're playing as. Like whoever you gotta name your created. guy. Yeah, like, oh right, right. Sorry, I'm thinking about because I played most of these games in practice mode.
1: Well, you can tell that you're in you're you're in Russia because of the you know like they have a huge vitamin market and they've got that <laughs> poster in the background that just says vitamins. So that's how I know do Russia.
0: They don't have brands. vitamins. It's just yeah. state sponsored yeah. vitamins. Right. I think we know what those state sponsored vitamins are. <laughs> All right, up next. Placebos. Bowl. <laughs> Bull riding from the United States, of course. Uh we all uh tune in uh you know Fridays <laughs> at seven PM for the bull riding competitions on uh, it's it's actually covered uh simulcast on NBC, ABC, Fox. <laughs> it's it's just that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. So great American pastime. I could try to explain what you need to do for bull riding, but I feel the least qualified after playing this game. Like I thought I had a good idea of like you just have to Stay on the bowl for as long as possible. And as long as you do that, you're a, a winner is you. You know, like, good job. You stayed on the bowl for X amount of time. But I don't think I ever stayed on this bowl ever. Like, I I think I had a better chance of getting, like, a running start on him than starting on him. Because as soon as he starts moving, I am back to winter games ice skating level <laughs> of confusion. I mean, the, the
1: way that it's described in the manual, it seems pretty, like, uh, it, it seems pretty... Normal, like you just lean into whatever movement the bull is doing. But in practice, like I think I can get one or two movements in, and then I just fall off. And I don't even know if the game is just being nice to me and like letting me have a couple because I don't think I'm I'm doing, I'm, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. But with how often I fail, I, I feel like I'm not doing anything right either.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. I I think this one is another one where the lack of feedback just kills it because I. I'm like, I, I totally understand what it wants me to do and I think I'm doing it, but then I'll fall and I'm like, well, I don't know if I was doing it because there was no, nothing changes based on what buttons I hit. <laughs> so like, I have no clue what's going on.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So I'll add that I think it's funny that you can pick which bull you want to ride and you get no difference in appearance or anything except that you know that that bull is Bob. <laughs> 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 it's supposed to be harder with uh, like you know the cooler
1: the name but it ends up being just as hard for us at least
0: Well it's the graphics of the bull and then the speed of the movement of the bull like the bull what they want you to do in the D-pad which is like I you know I can liken it to if the bull moves forward you should move backwards on your D-pad right like you should always kind of like fight in the opposite direction yeah. But the movement of the bowl is so fast and the graphics are so unclear that I would have had a better time just guessing on my D-pad, like just spamming input buttons and lasting like, you know, a few seconds longer. I didn't, by the way. I'm just saying like, that's what I would have been better off doing. All, all, all. Right. It just was not, it wasn't happening for me.
2: Yeah. And I'll add that bullfighting is actually pretty messed up. If you it's look not, up that's, what that's goes bullfighting into it. Though. Not bullfighting. Oh,
0: sorry,
1: bull
2: riding. <laughs> bull riding is pretty messed up if you look up what goes into it, and why the bull is bucking.
0: I won't no, don't, say it on don't the think about that. This is America.
2: I, I won't <laughs> say it on the podcast, but it's it's not it's not fun.
0: All anime, all animal related sports are bad.
2: Not like the, the Westminster dog show. It seems pretty fun. Eh, eh. Think about what those dogs. Do you think the dogs want to do that? <laughs> They're trained to want to do it.
1: Oh, cool. <laughs> okay, so now we're just talking about brainwashing. Good job, Sam. That's what dogs are.
0: Yeah, through through the power of vitamins. Otherwise they'd be wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So after bull riding comes barrel jumping, uh, from Germany. This is um you know, sh- actually, I- I'm gonna let Sam take this one because you were excited about this one. You said this is like translating really well in the new the new version of ice skating, so or figure skating as it was in Winter Games. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. So not
2: the the figure skating one, but the uh, the speed skating where. Oh, right, right. Yeah. This is. I feel. I feel like this controls like that should have controlled for that part of it. And all in all, I feel like this one was the best one. Like it. It's, I understand. I understood it completely. What I was supposed to do. I felt like the motion of skating was comfortable, and I didn't. I didn't have like a a, a log rolling kind of time with it where I felt like I was moving with purpose the whole time. And the jump was slow, but that's cool because you have to time it, and then you have to hold down on the D pad when you're landing so you can land correctly, which is whatever. But I don't know. It was it was very basic, but I feel like they nailed this one. Yeah,
1: no, this is my favorite. Uh, I really my favorite thing about this is that you get to choose how many barrels you jump over. So like you can have like a like a hold my beer moment of like, here, watch (laughs) me try and jump over 19 barrels, which I don't think is possible. Uh, And there's always a really funny wipe out animation with that. Um, but you can sort of, like, fine-tune it, and, like, just, let me just add one more barrel. I think it could
3: do it. Uh, it's, it's silly, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, this was, this was my favorite also. I just feel like it feels the best. Um, and, and what I liked about this over the other games is that I actually had some fun with this one, like, compared to most of the other games in this. Um, but I, I, so I don't know about you guys, but I, I found 13 was the most that I could get, but I swear I if I oh, yeah, did long, feel in, like yeah. 14 was possible. What'd you say, Sean? I said, yeah, 14's in you. Yeah. I think you can do it. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, you know, uh, Sam, you mentioned it as like a throwaway thing, but the, the landing, the fact that you have to just hold down on the D pad is kind of important because that was one of the things about figure skating that sucked. Nobody was able uh, on this podcast and probably in the world to successfully <laughs> land uh, their figure skating move because it required you to like, land perfectly when you hit the ice and then it was like you know due to lag or whatever or based on like shitty programming it just never really worked out at least in this one they give you the leeway of like so long as you're holding down on the d-pad at any particular moment before you land you will stick the landing which is like the correct way to handle um a multi-input uh you know multiplayer game uh not multiplayer mini game yeah yeah
3: was 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 figure skating the one where you had to put in like a it was like a password almost you had to type
0: to land like on their way <laughs> I think down that was it yeah okay. absolutely it was absolutely was all right last one sumo wrestling from Japan a game where they included a lot of thought into it and a lot of different things you can do but at the end of the day you might as well just hold the D pad in the uh, direction <laughs> of your opponent and push him off the sand yeah that's sort of what I did I don't I don't think uh, I ever failed
1: um in this one I also don't know what else I could have done. So yeah, that's pretty
3: much how I felt. Yeah, same here. I I felt, I felt like the times that um it felt like uh, the opponent was getting the upper hand on me, there's two there's two forms of every input. One where you're holding A, which apparently means you're holding the the opponent's belt while you're doing it and one where you're not. So I would just switch that up and it would like if he starts to get the upper hand, I just hold A and continue hitting the right D-pad button. And then I let go and continue to the right. As long as I'm just ramming that right D-pad button, we're going to go to the right.
2: I tried being a little bit trickier and doing different kinds of inputs, and I, I lost. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that strategy doesn't work. I think just holding right is the way to, the way to go. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go around here, and then you won't expect me to do this. And then he's like, no, I'm just going to push you. you. You played yourself. Yeah.
3: I feel like we should just become sumo wrestlers at this point. Like we got the I strategy do down; no one else
2: knows. Just I go enough to weight the direction you want to go.
0: Quarantine. <laughs> There's also like something funny about, uh, you know, not having to use any strategy to win. And like, you know, Sean was saying that I was being offensive to countries. Think about how <laughs> offensive the game is being to Japan. Being like, you know, if only these guys just went to the right, they'd never lose. <laughs> So now that we've covered all the games, are these the best games they could have picked? Um, What's that one
2: game uh, where you have to like climb up a log as it's falling across a river and then jump off the top of it? You know what I'm talking about? Is that real? Yeah, I think it's that real. That sounds awesome. I think it's an Irish game. I'll, I'll watch that. It,
0: Caber toss reminded me of that
2: one. So I feel like they could replace Cabertoss with that one.
0: There's that one where you just try to go down the hill the fastest. Do You guys know what I'm talking about? The cheese. Yeah, yeah, and it's a very yeah the cheese wheel. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would play that. I
1: think there should have been like it should have been all these, and then like an inexplicably robust uh, blue tog like where you have to design your own um, to <laughs> design your own like weird machine to to jump into water, um that that could be like Sweden or something, right? What uh, what is that?
2: The Flugtag is that what I'm? Am I saying it right? I don't know what that is. If you are, I can't confirm or deny. Oh,
1: uh, it was—it's like a Red Bull thing where you make a plane, but I guess that's not actually any country. That's just Red Bull. Oh. <laughs> Red Bull will be a be some really, country someday. Be really oh funny. If Red Bull is like on
3: the end of the options of countries. And just
0: a sponsor. So if you ignore the fact that they're missing all of Africa, right? Um, they're also missing Antarctica. So each one of those continents, if we're gonna call this World Games, should get like a representative. And I just feel like you know it would have been so cute for Antarctica to include like some kind of penguin sliding game, where you, you know like where you just play as a penguin and sl- and try to like you know go down like a half pipe made out of ice or something. I- I'm creating my own game here, of course. Or like but I thought that would have been a nice touch for World Games. Or like <laughs> Australian,
1: Australian like. uh Spider avoiding, something along those
0: lines. I think. Yeah, well, okay, that's, or you know, I don't know how fighting. they feel about that. They might be terrified of spiders, <laughs> and now you're just bringing that up again. Uh, you know, I, I think they can handle it. And then, you know, we keep talking about they only ever really want you to use, like, the D-pad alternating, like, between left and right, or hit the A button occasionally. There's a small amount of controls in, in all of these games, you know, like, the fact that most games are just, like, two inputs or, or a button press. Is that a problem? I I say no. I say it's not really a problem because any more buttons and I would have been even more stressed about. Like, okay, I gotta relearn every single one of these games every time I play them.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's a problem at all. No, they because they're mini games.
3: Yeah, I, I think that it was. Uh, it's it's a nice change from something like Winter Games where they realize, like, first of all, that you can translate something that's complicated with few buttons. You don't need to have every little thing being as precise. Um, so I thought with with a couple of exceptions they were all pretty um, doable
2: yeah I think it's not the buttons that was the issue for me it was just the feedback
0: from the buttons and if they could have more right.
2: feedback then I think it would work a lot better
0: so we played Winter Games and uh, World Games is the last of Epic's game series but it is not the last for us because they haven't ported California Games Ooh. To the NES yet. We will get California games sometime later this year. Look forward to it. It will be games exclusively based in California, I imagine. Um, guys, guesses on California games?
1: Uh, professional venture capital.
2: <laughs> maybe some <laughs> surfing. Some yeah, kind like, of skateboarding, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe like simulating a, water. A
0: Housing crisis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Escaping from wildfires. I don't know.
0: Alright, it's it's all hard. there. It It's funny because it's like, these are all not problems probably for California in 1988, but are <laughs> now, you know? So we are outdating ourselves in the past?
3: <laughs> yeah, people are going to now know that we didn't record these in 1988, so... Right, right. They, they
0: find, you're They'll so new-fashioned, yeah. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've pretty much covered these games at length. It's kind of incredible the runtime we've gotten out of this episode, and I think the only thing left to do... Is a little thing we like to call the Essential Games List. Sam, I need you to tell me if World Games is an essential game or not, but I also want you to tell me which of the minigames was your favorite.
2: Of the minigames, I gotta say that uh, Barrel Jumping was my favorite, just because it felt the best. Um... But this this game has it all, honestly. Like, it's got multiculturalism. It has <laughs> all sorts of games that you can play. You It has very long uh, national anthems for countries that went on longer than I thought that they would. Um, and it also has super janky controls. And it's <laughs> not super fun to play. So <laughs> for that reason it's not an essential game. This is very confusing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yet he said it in a way only Sam can. Yep. Joe, same thing, favorite game, uh not on the system, on this uh on this particular game, what uh. is your favorite game and uh is this game an essential game? I mean, game, not game, to game, be... game 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 game. <laughs> right. Not to be repetitive,
3: but I'm also going to say barrel jumping. I just felt like if if Felt the best and it, you know, controlled well. That was my, that was my favorite on here. Um, as far as my essential vote, uh, I mean, I had mild amounts of enjoyment with a few of the games on here, but, but really, I think overall, um, it wasn't particularly fun. I mean, even some of the ones that I enjoyed more, even barrel jumping. How many times can I do that before I'm like, okay, I, I did it three times, I got 13, maybe I'll get my 14, and then I'm probably done playing this forever. So, I mean, I, it, it didn't really leave much for me to come back for. And I know I say this a lot, but I just think that this, I I, I don't see why you would make this game without making a two-player. I, I think these games, the only way to make these games kind of fun is to compete against someone. So, just compete against a computer in, you know, in weightlifting. Oh, you can I don't know, not particularly you can do multiplayer. Time. You can do multiplayer in this game. Yeah, you yeah, can you it just off. make more than one character. Oh. You Well, then goose. I take it back. This You're is have, an like essential eight characters, game. right? Yeah. <laughs> this is an es- This is an essential game, and uh, <laughs> and I guess now that I'm thinking about it, even if you didn't do multiplayer, you could you just compare your scores. So, wow, this is an essential game. Probably my favorite game of the NES. No, I still don't think it 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 has enough to offer. I I do think it is better now that it, that uh, <laughs> that I. I feel kind of dumb for not realizing the multiplayer, but I do think it's better now. But not even close to essential game. Someone, someone else talk. Someone else say. Talk. I'll talk. I'll talk. Um,
1: I will. I will say um, here and now that Barrel Jump is an official essential game on World Games because uh, I'm also voting for uh, <laughs> Barrel Barrel Jump. Uh, but as for World Games as a whole, uh, I'm just going to repeat what they said and said. And say that, like this is not enough, most of the games are jank uh, i did I did read that this was pretty popular back in the day, uh, I guess, as far as this sort of thing goes uh, i I don't hold that against them, but it's not an essential game. all
0: right, and I will say that uh Caber Toss was definitely my favorite game on this uh, on this collection. Uh, it's just such a unique spin on a sport, and it it proved to me that anything can be a sport. So uh, for that reason, Caber is my pick. But also, World Games is surprising, right? Like, coming off of Winter Games, which I'm sure kids would never make the connection to, even though it says games and games, uh, you know, if you come off of that, I was expecting garbage. But this is okay. It's not great. It's not fun, even most of the time. But it is an okay game to the point where, like, I actually don't feel... You know, if you got this for your birthday or you bought this by you know based on the box art at Toys R Us, you didn't get completely burned. You probably found a way to make it work. You know, like if you're eight years old and this is the game you have, and it's your game you know that you rented from Blockbuster for the week or whatever, you're gonna find a way to make this fun, and then 30 years later have good feelings for it. You know, it's not it's not so bad that you hold it against it. So it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting type of game that I feel like we've never. You know there are other examples, sure, but like we never really brought up that kind of thing where it's like, well, it wasn't disappointing. Um, but yeah, it's not an essential game by any means, and I wouldn't say go check it out if you're just hearing about it now. But I could understand Sean why people might have received it well back then because it was like, you know, one game. Why would I pay fifty dollars for one game? I just got nine.
1: <laughs> That's true. I, I don't, so <laughs> I stand corrected.
0: That is um. That is World Games, not essential, um, but a collection of games that happen to take place on this Earth. Now, next week, we are playing a puzzle game called The Adventures of Lolo, which does not take place on Earth. I just think it's worth mentioning the NES uh, and the fact that this is a chronological explosion of North America doesn't mean that the games that we review have to take place on Earth. Or even, even North America, Super Mario Brothers, yeah. I was going to say, Super Mario Brothers technically does, because... Uh, those pipes don't lead to another dimension. They just lead to the Earth's core where the Mushroom Kingdom is. <laughs> you know, like Brooklyn pipes lead to the Earth's core, which lead to the Mushroom Kingdom. All pipes lead to the Earth's core. That's a fact. But ask any plumber. Anyway, Adventures of Lolo next week. Um, we'll see you then. Remember, every Friday we post episodes and all week long we post tweets on our Twitter at NostalgiaCast. And that's where you can say, um, you know, hey, I'm from Scotland and the caber toss is like my great grandfather's legacy. And that's where you can let us know something like that. But you wouldn't want to make something like that up either. You wouldn't want to troll people on the internet. So just think before you do that. Instead, maybe comment like, hey, this is a great podcast and I'm so happy to be a listener. That would be nice. Remove any opinion and just,
1: and just like say nice things about us.
3: Yeah, we'll put a script for you on, uh, you know, we'll, we'll tweet a script for you and just repeat it back to us.
0: Yeah, I'll be posting that on Monday. So look out for that. Look out for the script. Maybe just hit a retweet button. Um, and then uh, we'll see you next week for Adventures of Lolo. I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me at Esposito Film on Twitter, and I'll talk to you soon.